Welcome to frameworks. This is where things get start putting into sequence. This is where we find our plan of action. This is where all the pieces come together to orchestrate into an actual reality that we can measure, that we can plot out, put like a timeline for, make you know resources and lists and all of that. Now is the time we start putting things together. And so a simple task um, framework is just like techniques, strategy, materials, assemblies, and patterns. And so what are those things? Well, a technique, all it is is how you do something. So a lot of times, you know, I, I've, been, I've been known to say, you know, I value principles over techniques because if I understand the principles, I can create new techniques. I can adapt techniques. I can combine techniques. And so, so techniques, um, I feel like, come later, and that's why we're talking about them now. And we'll start talking more and more as we get closer in on your site by region area. And as you'll see, this site, I mean, <laughs> this course is iterative. We keep building and building and building, and it's gonna keep going, don't worry. <laughs> we're not gonna slow down, we're gonna keep it going, and we're gonna keep building the complexity and our understanding. This is advanced permaculture. So the strategy is all about timing. It's about using that technique in a particular cycle or a particular system. Um, it's about um, how you're using that technique in an already moving, moving reality. Uh, materials, those could be what are on site, you know, things that you could uh, acquire, they could be people, they could be skills. Um, assemblies, this is the arrangement of materials in the design. So you might have pallets making your chicken yard and you might have the chickens in there and then you might, all the uh, water and all those different infrastructure and how they work together. But then the pattern is the design. You know, when you're taking all those different assemblies and arranging them together so that they're harmonious. And that's, that's, that's just the most basic way of thinking about all these things. But let's take it to another, another level. As I talked about assemblies going into patterns, we enter into the holistic understanding. And holons, the, well, let, let me go back. Holism is a term coined by J.C. Smuts, uh, South African prime minister. There's a lot of political history there with that and a lot of people um, do not like him. A lot of people like certain aspects and then a lot of people feel like it's, it's a mixed bag. So I'm not gonna get into that but it's a term that was created by him and it's to, and it's something, a concept that, you know, is ancient. It's a concept that's found all over the world. It's this, a concept of wholeness, of the whole. And so when we look at a whole, we see that it has everything it needs in it. it uh, and it has all these cycles encased in it. But then when we take a step back and look at the bigger picture, we see that that's an assembly maybe, or it's a, it's a piece that, that is part of a greater pattern. But then reverse that and let's go closer. And then we see smaller patterns, smaller patterns, smaller patterns. And I mean, that's the whole universes within universes. It's a microcosm in and of itself down there in the soil or in a cell or in a nucleus or on a planet or, you know, a planet, you know, is like a cellular body. And then a universe is like a cellular body. And it, you know, it's all that micro to macro um, fluency that we're talking about. It's really holistic thinking. This is why with my permaculture student online K through 12, the first iteration of what I did, I had them cooking. 
I wanted them to not just plant the seeds and grow the thing, but cook it and save the seeds and then re redo it again, be part of that cycle. So they can see the holistic context, so they can think about things holistically, part of the cycle, end to end, beginning to beginning. And so that, that, that's, that's what's, what's so powerful about holistic thinking is that you, you tend to see with just greater perspective and, and humility and, and greater um, grasp and understanding and depth and clarity and power. And so this example that we have here is that the water cycle, H2O, needs to come first, and then the carbon cycle, you know, the soil, and then the nitrogen cycle, you know, the improvement of the soil, phosphorus, sulfur. And all this leads over time to carbon sequestration, to water quality going better, and uh, biodiversity improving. And so as th that's, that's what that diagram is from. That's from Professor Rattan Lal, one of his papers. It's inspired by that and adapted. And uh, it was just a pleasure talking to Rattan Lal um, on my podcast uh, more recently. Whew, I was able to get some really uh, burning questions answered. Um, anyway, that's a tangent. But, um, but, but yeah, I always try to source um, my, my diagrams and my examples from the best possible um, folks and uh, professionals and experts. And Rattan Lal is world, world-class um, representative for carbon sequestration, Ohio State uh, professor, or uh, Ohio uh, University of Ohio professor, and he also works for the UN uh, talking about soil. So now I'm gonna take an example from the holistic world that many of you love. I know that, but some of you may be like, wait a second, isn't this the guy that was controversial? And yes, yes, he's controversial in many different ways. One of the ways that, uh, that this guy, uh, Alan Savory is controversial is that he ordered the killing of so many elephants because he was trying to save the elephants and the entire um, wilderness where he was working. And so he learned through trial and error. He made grievous errors, but that's also why he felt so responsible to figure it out. And so he took the concept of holistic thinking and applied it and took it to another level. He applied it to land management. He applied it to herds, herbivores, wild systems. He started using fire. He started applying it to decision-making in general. And if you're an educator, if you're you know, a wise mom, if you're, perhaps you, um, maybe it's been part of your engineering education, I, you know, I never took engineering classes, so, so, so maybe, maybe there's, there's other things I don't know about, and that's okay, that's wonderful. <laughs> but I definitely know that parts of this, in my education, my, my educator training was covered. So it was really fascinating to find, you know, Alan Savory going his own route, oftentimes a very hard route, to discover things that educators were discovering in research and classrooms. And you know, for some of those kids, it was a hard route too. But, um, but, but nonetheless, they converge, and there's a lot of this overlap and understanding, um, just like feedback loops, just like you know, with a scientific method. If you've been trained in science in any way, in experiments, um, there's there's a lot of overlap um, between all these disciplines, and so you'll find a lot of value in seeing this through different eyes. And that being said, there are gems within holistic management that are so vital that if you feel like you can't get through his book, um, you're like, oh, I read that, it's a little thick. Oh, it's a little dry. Oh, I've heard all sorts of things. I've read really dry things. Oh man, 
I, I was British literature uh, major at NYU. The things they made us read, you know, oh dear, you know, it's just awful. <laughs> no one should have to read boring things like that. Um, holistic management, in contrast to me, is so thrilling and so interesting and, um, and valuable. But yeah, it is thick at certain times. And at certain times, it's, he's still figuring it out. That's why I came out with a new version of it. They're still honing these things, still researching these things. Um, and changing the language, tweaking, that's what we're all doing. Uh, educators at academia are constantly doing that. And he's improving things. And we've got very similar things that he's doing in other areas. People have taken things from there and improved upon them and used them with other things. I'm talking about something that's coming up soon that Darren Doherty did. Um, but there's so much value in holistic management. I love Holistic Management International. They have tons of free courses online. I love the Savory Institute. They're both working hard to certify people and get people feeling confident and capable so they can go out in the world and rehabilitate land and help people make better decisions about their land, about their life, and all sorts of things. So Holistic Management is incredibly powerful. Do, don't be intimidated. If you feel like the books are intimidating, that's just one modality. They've got tons of free videos online. They've got workshops, probably in an area like yours, and they've got online courses. So I recommend them in the Regenerative Career Guide. Uh, you can go check them out. We're going to be having uh, Owen Hablitzel um, join us, who's HMI certified. He's also one of the Rex teachers, one of the people working with Darren Doherty and our whole team. Um, and so, so it's, it's, it's really amazing. It's really fun. Um, and uh, it's really valuable. Uh, you'll hear later on that at one point Bill Mollison didn't value holistic management because um, he didn't un quite understand it and he didn't, um, uh, he, he just didn't have all the facts. And you know, in a world without the internet we have today, without our interconnection that we have today, I mean, how many of your friends live in other countries today compared to the 80s? I mean, really, how many of your friends live all over the world and you're regularly talking to them, checking in on their lives and kids and everything? And, or this, how many people are you friends with that are completely from a completely different like world, culture, walk of life? Maybe they are local, maybe they aren't, but, but they're so different. That, that, that also is, is much more it's, it's just prevalent. I mean, we're at a totally different era and this kind of development, this kind of changes is awesome and beautiful and natural, but it's facilitated a huge amount of learning and growth as, as cultures, as societies online in these groups and these, these tribes we're essentially creating because that's the size is actually you know, the quantity that we quantify as a tribe. Um, the permaculture, you know, community, it forms these little groups. Um, and so, and so we, we, and this is what's happening everywhere online. As people are reforming community, they're going back down and then rebuilding on up. And so we have, you know, tribes forming and then we have some, some nations, um, you know, 100,000, 200,000, million. You know, we have these groups forming and some of them are small micronations, some of them are tribes. Some of them are villages and some of them, you know, are just large families, extended families, you know what I mean? And they're friends and associations and 
but, but that's what's going on and it's empowering us because we're following our passion, we're following our interest, and that's exactly what holacracy is based around. And the natural order of the way cities were originally constructed, the way they just built themselves and designed themselves, no one designed, a lot of our cities, no one designed them, they just naturally came. Um, that is what's happened with our culture online. So, so th this, th this is an incredible thing. And so he didn't have all these pieces. That's why, you know, I work with so many different people. You know, I, I learn from so many different people is another way to put it. Um, and I want to support and share so many people's message and vision and just amazing truth and example. So, so th th that's what's going on. You know, that's where I fit into this. And that's what, why, you know, we, we saw these misinterpretations happen, I truly believe. Um, so don't get hung up on the books. Don't get hung up if, you know, you met someone who was hyper-technical with the holistic management and they wanted you to put a number to things. I put number th my num numbers to things, um, not constantly, but I do. I do sometimes. Um, I'm not like hyper, you know, creating giant lists. Um, I'm not creating 30, 40 point lists and scatter graphs and stuff like that. Um, I don't do that with my coaching. I don't do that with um, my entrepreneurs and educators course. I believe that focusing on the holistic goal and iterating out the steps to meet those goals within your holistic goal, within your ethical short-term and long-term goals works best. And, but it may work different from, for, differently for you. I like going fast, I like getting there, I like arriving. But a lot of people like going meticulously through all the nitty gritty details for the next 10 years. And it all depends. The beauty is holistic management allows you to do both. Uh, it allows you to develop that lens so you can use it very readily or it allows you to really dive deep and spread it out and get it all iterated.